reading from 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 9 and 10. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Well, good morning. How are you? I've been missing you. It's strange times, isn't it? I bump into Tony and Connie outside Sainsbury's, Barry outside the co-op, and I go away feeling um, sad, thinking, I've been missing you. It's not good not being able to meet together each week, is it? We must be praying for our church leaders, the wardens, Steve and the team, as they've got the almost impossible job of getting us back meeting together. But for now, uh, this morning, we've got two verses which I think are, are very timely, which encourage us to encourage us to keep um, looking to Jesus and living for him uh, in the midst of everything that's going on around. Well, I've been reading a great book over recent days. We're really enjoying this uh, book called Spork. On the inside cover, it tells us that it's a tale for all those who have ever felt like a misfit or wondered about their place in the world. Well, that's certainly me, uh, feeling a bit lost at times, but certainly at the moment with everything that's going on around us. You see, there is um, spork. Of course, spork is a, a mix between a a spoon and a fork, um, not hard to work that out. There he is, uh, feeling a bit sorry that forks don't want him, knives don't want him, feeling rather sad, left out. There he is again on the edge of the uh, washing up bowl, watching the knives and forks being used at mealtime. He doesn't even get to uh, enjoy uh, bubbly bath time as they're being washed up after the meal, spork, a tale for all those who have ever felt like a misfit or wondered about their place in the world. It's great to celebrate difference, to include everybody. We know that's important. But it can also be great to be a spork, to not fit in. You see, Peter describes the people he's writing to here as aliens and strangers. That's the next verse, which we haven't read. And just like aliens and strangers, by definition, don't fit in, they don't belong, so these early followers of, followers of Jesus don't belong in this world because their true home is ultimately in heaven. But in the here and now, like Spork, the experience of not belonging, not quite fitting in with everything and everyone around, is not nice. But when you don't fit in, you can be bullied, and that's horrible. But that was their story. 
They were suffering for following Jesus. So Peter writes to encourage them. And in our two verses this morning, I think he tells us two simple things. First, it's brilliant to belong to Jesus and his church. And second, it's a joy to have a job to declare Jesus' praise. So let's start with the first. It's brilliant to belong to Jesus and his church. Let me read the verses again for us. Peter writes, But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. I must confess, I'm surprised that it's Peter who's writing here. I know he was probably Jesus' closest friend, but read the gospel stories and we see that Peter was a bit of a numpty, often saying and doing the wrong things. But boy, did Peter know his Bible, the Old Testament. And that's a great encouragement for me, for all of us to learn ours, uh, to help bring the Bible alive. Because just see for a moment uh, what Peter was dipping into as he wrote these two verses. He was going into the book of Exodus, right at the beginning, at Deuteronomy. Uh, the prophet Isaiah, the prophet Hosea. It is amazing what lies behind these two seemingly simple verses. So Peter says to scattered, bullied, first century followers of Jesus, misfits, confused, feeling hard done by, let me encourage you. And so to, to 21st century, scattered, can't meet, COVID confused and weary Christchurch, let Peter do the same for us now and remind us of wonderful truths about who we are and where we fit in this confusing world of ours. Hundreds of years before Peter wrote this letter, God had rescued a people out of the darkness of slavery in Egypt. Many years after that, he'd rescued their descendants out of slavery in Babylon. And what he's saying now is that you are that same rescued people. You are the new Israel. Uh, not rescued out of a physical slavery, but spiritual. He writes, you're a chosen people. It's brilliant to be chosen, not left out. A royal priesthood, uh, close to the king, serving the king. A holy nation set apart for Jesus like no other. God's treasured possession. Confused about who you are like sport? Well, don't be. God is with us and for us, working out his great plans and purposes uh, for our lives, even though present circumstance, circumstances uh, might suggest otherwise. When I first became a Christian, I was bothered about the creed. Uh, you know, that thing we say in church. Um, we believe in God the Father, 
uh, we believe in God the Son. And I used to think, uh, when I know I believe, I can say it for me, but I don't know whether you believe, so I can't say it for you. So for many years, I would defiantly stand up and say, I believe in God the Father, I believe in God the Son. I mean, what a novelty. Because look at the language here. It's inclusive, all together. It's not individual. It's not, it's, you are a chosen people. Not person, a royal priesthood, not priest. A holy nation, not citizen. Can you see that? There's a great togetherness in what Peter is talking about here. You see, if you have heard and responded to Jesus' call to come out of the darkness of living for self and into the wonderful light of living for him, then you belong. Belong not only to Jesus, but his people, his church. And that is a brilliant thing. Let me see if I can quickly illustrate it for us before we sing again. So here on the left we have our present experience, uh, what we see, what we know. Over here there is the present reality, what God sees, uh, which we can't. So let me um, draw our city. So here we've got the A14, uh, M11, over here the... A11. Uh, in the middle we've got Christchurch, there we are, Parker's Peace, and not to scale, but that will do. And I want you to imagine that every one of these balls represents one of us, a member of the church. So we've got uh, Jane and Vern about there, Nicola about there. We've got uh, five Lancasters, one, two, three, four, five, living in Fulbourne. Over here we've got uh, Kate and Ellie, uh, the John family up in uh, Milton Way. And uh, Willingham, well, we've got the, the Beechams. There's loads of them, isn't there? Let's put them over there. And this is, this is our church, uh, like those in first century um, that, the, that Peter is writing to. Uh, we are scattered, living uh, all around our city. That's our experience now. And it's hard at the moment when we can't meet together regularly. So there we go, the city and all of us living round and about. And I want you to imagine for a moment, hard though it is, I appreciate, uh, that this magnet is Jesus. Let's see what happens. See, this is who we are. We are God's treasured possession. We belong to Jesus. We belong to each other. That is the present reality. That is what God sees. That is what we're being taught now. It's a brilliant thing. 
to belong to Jesus and his church. Uh, yes, the shirt. Um, I'm sorry about that. Uh, I'll explain in a moment. It's a Coventry shirt, not a Chelsea one as I would choose. Um, it belongs to my good friend Lee, uh, who now we can all see um, doesn't have much sense when it comes to choosing what football team to support. So, Sporks, uh, Misfits, Christchurch. You see, it's okay not to fit in. We never will fit in. But it's okay because we do belong. We belong to Jesus and his church. And that is a brilliant thing. And so to our second point, it's a joy to have a job. And that is to declare Jesus' praise. Um, it's hard to get a job at the moment. And I guess going forwards, jobs are going to be uh, less secure. And because we belong to Jesus and to one another, we're going to need to work hard as a church to look after those uh, with job worries in the months ahead. But the job we're talking about here is altogether different. It's for all of us, whatever your age, everyone who loves and follows Jesus. And that is to declare Jesus' praise. Uh, to tell him, to tell ourselves, to tell friends and family, indeed the whole world, how wonderful this Jesus is, who has called us out of darkness into his wonderful light, who has um, uh, taken nobodies like us and made us into somebodies a part of his family, a belonging to him, loved and precious to God. So as we consider uh, how we're to de declare Jesus' praise, let me ask you a question. Would you rather hear a sermon or see a sermon? Got it? Would you rather hear a sermon or see a sermon? While you're thinking about that, uh, let me say a word about these football shirts. Uh, I had hoped to show some photos at this time. Copyright, copyright won't allow, that's fine. Uh, there's a great one of Balotelli uh, lifting up his shirt. Balotelli was always getting in trouble, uh, always feeling sorry for himself. Lifted up his shirt and there was a sign on his shirt underneath, Why is it always me? A great one from uh, Berbatov, Tottenham player. Uh, known for being a bit cocky, scored a goal, lifted up his shirt, and on it it said, uh, keep calm and pass the ball to me. But the one that really caught my attention uh, was one by the great Brazilian football Kaká. Um, it was one of him in the middle of the pitch, uh, lifting up his shirt, and on it it said, I belong to Jesus. And I think that one picture in itself, in so many ways, sums up our two verses this morning. Because Kaka loves and follows Jesus. He knows that he belongs to Jesus. And yet, uh, his very action of, in the middle of this game, uh, lifting up his shirt, um, showing the packed stands, the worldwide TV audience, um, 
uh, what he thinks about Jesus. He is declaring Jesus' praise. He is saying Jesus is the business worthy of our worship. Jesus taught some pretty amazing things, didn't he? Uh, Turn the other cheek, go the extra mile, love your enemies, give to anyone who asks, forgive endlessly. You see, I would rather see a sermon than hear a sermon. See these things being put into practice rather than talked about in theory. Jesus teaches us how to do life and it is both brilliant and beautiful. Yet to see his teaching lived out in the lives of those who follow him, I wonder if that isn't equally as brilliant and beautiful. So can you see how uh, putting into practice what Jesus teaches is a brilliant way to declare the praise of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light? But of course it's not just actions, but words are needed too. So we've got to hear sermons as well as see them, uh, not just from those up the front in church, but from all of us as we speak out and tell others how brilliant this Jesus is, all that he's done for us. And if we do business with him, well, our lives will only be enriched. Are we praying for opportunities uh, to speak with others of him and being bold when those opportunities arise? So in light of all that's going on in the world right now, I hope you've been encouraged this morning as we've been reminded uh, from these two simple verses of these two wonderful truths. It is brilliant to belong to Jesus and his church. And uh, whether you're working or not, working in the home, um, still at school or retired, it is a joy to have a job to declare Jesus' praise in our living and our speaking. Well, of course, you know what's coming next, don't you? Thinking about those footballers lifting up their shirts. Let's get rid of this Coventry one. There we have it. Belong and declare. And uh, if you are worried about Spork, then don't be, because uh, Spork ended up with a job uh, looking after babies. There he is there.